everybody, it is episode 207 of the Sunny 16 podcast. Can you believe that already? Which is crazy. Um, we've got a really special episode today, actually. As you can probably tell, it's Rachel. I'm, uh, I'm here kind of uh, co-hosting today. Um, we're actually doing the Sunny 16 presents an underexposed episode because we had we've had quite a lot of people getting in touch and saying how much they'd enjoyed them um, when I originally set up the underexposed episodes quite a long time ago now and as we've now got um, the wonderful Claire Bailey also co-hosting with us um, I thought it would be a really nice kind of like time to start uh, kind of like putting that back um back together again so these are kind of some special shows the underexposed ones where I get to talk to people who perhaps sometimes their work fly, flies a little bit below the radar um, and the idea is that we wanted to try and champion um, the talents of people who might not necessarily always be recognized so as you can probably tell on the video side of things <laughs> we're recording the video today um, as well uh, that's going to be going up on my Patreon and then we're extracting well I'm giving Graham the job of extracting the audience audio from this which will be what you're obviously hearing as the uh, Sunny 16 show um, and joining me is obviously the lovely Claire Marie Bailey. Hi Claire, how are you? Hi Rachel, um, nice to be here again uh, yeah. from quite a wet actually, a wet <laughs> Anglesey evening <laughs> with some thunder possibly looming. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard it rolling in like from the from the side as well. And I was like, oh no, that's that's the thunder <laughs> appearing over over the hills and things as well. And actually, um, because we're we're all quite relatively close together, I suppose, geographically. Yeah. Um, because the other lovely person who's joined me, as you will probably be able to see, is Hilary Clark. Hi, Hilary. Hello. <laughs> it's so nice to have you here. And yes. you're actually not very far away from from me, are you? Sort of. No. Uh, Northwest face. Yeah, just north of Manchester. Yeah. Yeah. So both of our dogs have been going crazy recently with all the thunder and lightning and, and all of that kind of stress. Um, but yeah, so if you hear that in the background, that's obviously <laughs> what's going on. Um, so yeah, so we I'm really excited to, to actually get to see you both today. I was saying before, it's just so nice to see two two lovely ladies faces in front of me um because it's so rare that we get chance really to do that you know and have kind of like three women talking on a on a call at the same time hopefully I won't talk over you guys um but what we really wanted to do is to actually um get Hillary on the show because Hillary it's been so long actually since we've uh, it was from when we originally met and it's just so nice to see kind of like how your your progress of what you've been creating has sort of like grown over, over the time that we've known each other. And you're just such a lovely person. She sent me fantastic things like spare camera bag and extra film. And, and it's just, oh, it's lovely. So thank you. I think, I'm, I think I'm getting slightly braver. I think it's your encouragement that's that's making me. Oh, slightly so braver and able to do this just about I'm so pleased to hear that that is awesome and well that's the thing isn't it you know like we don't always we don't always know that we can do it until we've tried a little bit and and I saw um uh, on the awesome female photographers Facebook group um Hillary you put up a post which was showing how to do an emulsion lift uh, Polaroid mm. emulsion lift mm -hmm. and I was like I was just thinking how awesome that is because I know that you've been with me um recording audio in the past for the like self uh self portrait I was gonna say self-assessment I've got tax on the brain <laughs> um uh, for the self-portrait assignment um but it was just lovely to sort of see how you'd 
kind of like progressed from that as well and mm. obviously um Claire you work with instant film a lot as well yeah. so I don't know if that's something that you um whether you work with uh, emotion lifts and things as well I, I haven't done much emotion lifts but um I did see I really liked Hillary the one that you did um on the on the black on the plastic bottle Oh yes, yeah. I, I saw that. I saw that online, and I, I thought that was uh, that was that really inspired me. And it's something that um, I was thinking that I'd like to actually do. Maybe that's another challenge. And also um, transparencies as well. I don't know if, if if either of you have done done some stuff with um, Polaroid and transparencies. Um, I was quite. I, I haven't. The, the the way that I found easiest to do the emotion lifts doesn't let you do a transparency because the the clear bit peels straight off. Right. Then yeah. I have to get the backing off. I have seen somebody peel the transparency, the, the plastic sheet with the emulsion on it, but I've never been able to do that. It's always the, the plastic sheet that comes off. Yeah. Wow. Is that um is that a kind of older technique? Is that something that you've seen done maybe at the experimental film um Festival, Claire, that kind yeah. of thing? Yes, um, I don't know if you know, an, another female photographer, actually, um, both of you might be aware of her, Ina, Ina Rectorina, she, yeah, um, she's a German, yeah, um, German oh. photographer, really lovely person as well, I really yeah. love her work, and she does a lot of triptychs, but Ina does a lot of um, emulsion lifts as well, um, and actually, in the in the experimental um, festival last year, um, uh, she did a talk, and it was it was a funny thing actually because something happened with the I don't know if it was um, a power cut or something. So her prepared presentation, um, we couldn't see it, but mm -hmm. instead, really quick thinking, she she got everybody around, um, come to the front, everyone around, and she actually um, spoke about things like emul um, emulsion lifts and different things, and was like showing examples. So it's, uh, it became a really kind of hands-on, um, really good good workshop. But uh, her work is um, well, you both know her work, but anyone else um, that's listening. Um, watching um, it, it's it's inspiration it's inspirational yeah lots of lovely woodland um, forests and, and woodland triptychs and did you see the really big collages she did yes yeah Ooh. can yeah. you tell us a bit about that Hilary that'd be really nice to hear about I think it was it was for Polaroid the first sort of the Polaroid week um, mm -hmm. this year and I think she'd done some I think they were like four by three. They were they were really big trees. Yeah. It, so they were four, four by three Polaroids. So there'd be three, Sorry. <laughs> three across the top and then four. Yeah. yeah. So they would be <laughs> that big. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at measurements when you can't, you can't see me. It's, yeah. It's, um, yeah, but they, they were wonderful. Yeah. Really spectacular. Yeah. Maybe, um, Hilary, because I know that actually there's quite a lot of crossover with your instant work. Hilary, you do a lot with, uh, as part of the kind of like Polaroid week, obviously that's always been something that I've associated with you and your work and, and you taking part in that. Um, and the Polaroid calendar as well. Is it one shot per day? I can't remember. Tell, can you tell us a little bit about that? The, the calendar that I mm. contributed to, it's it's called Photo. Photodarium, Photodarium. I think you've done it yeah. there as well. Yes, you? I've done uh, Photodarium. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. 
it's a, sorry you John no well it's, it's you, you probably know how it works the it's it's run by um I think it's a firm in in Germany is it slanted yeah. slanted yeah yeah they, they they open up the website mm -hmm. and you can submit um Polaroids but you can only I think you can submit five right in total and you have to choose which days you want to submit them mm. That's and really then, nice. It's like the lottery. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. once they've got th three, I think it is, or uh, so many entries for that day, they mm -hmm. then close it. Oh. So then they have a, a judgment panel who decide who goes through from that, that day. Um, so uh, I've been lucky enough to have a few selected. And yet, so I've, I've always liked to choose people's birthdays or um, yeah. Yeah, birthdays, yeah. really. Um, so it's always nice when you get it, you get it um you do get it chosen yeah. and, it, and it's a lovely isn't it it's a lovely um if you don't know it it's it's mm -hmm. polaroid set it's square mm -hmm. and uh, each one has the the image and you text so you peel it off each day and then at the back doesn't it it has um the story of the photograph or mm -hmm. it might be something memorable a uh, quote or something and then the person and, and the camera so it's it's a nice um it's a nice thing i think a nice little calendar yeah i like the i like the photodarium also, I was just thinking, Hilary, um, about your emulsion lifts. Um, do you ever do? Have you ever done any with um, the gold, gold leaf or silver leaf? Um, no, I haven't. I, I did buy some gold leaf, but I found it so difficult to work <laughs> with. Um, I, I didn't have. I presumably need some sort of very fine brush or something, and you you blow it onto the the medium. But I just got it. I, no, I, I got it on my fingers and, and everywhere, <laughs> but the but where it was going, I've I've still got some, but I just I'm too scared yeah. to use it now. <laughs> I, I I was exactly the same. I I was um I had these ideas of making little halos and different things and little orbs, um but it, it was it's very tricky to, to work mm -hmm. with. Um, you were talking about toning um and doing kind of like hand hand touching up, weren't you? Last week or a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's more on um more on like dark room prints. I don't okay. think that's something, yeah. Uh, have you ever done uh, any on that with your dark um, room prints, Hilary? Hand colouring. I was saying it's it's really th I find it really therapeutic, but um it, it, I, I like it, it works for me, I think it works well if you've done some double exposures either in camera or in the dark room and then just creating like if it's trees like say uh, forests and some maybe orangey I, I went through a stage of wanting to do these orangey pinky skies just poking through mm. just less is more and um, I think we were speaking about how beautiful um, the photographer Ellen Rogers and her work is she does mm. beautiful um, hand coloured um, black and white work that is really yeah. really astounding. Your your um your series of lost things, Hillary, mm. um, which I really like um, on your website. Um, they're like it, it feels really like quiet. I don't know quiet moments. I can imagine if you had prints and you did some hand coloring. I can just imagine they yes, yeah, go, yeah. they're quite atmospheric, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I've I've done very little work in the dark room really. I've I've done a few workshops with Rachel, which is lovely. <laughs> I did. Um, a course, um, a dark room course in, in a, a photo, a community dark room in Leeds last year. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Which one was that, Hilary? Air, Air Street, it's called. It's oh, just near the station. Okay. Um, Air Street dark room. 
because um, it's always nice for um, our listeners as well to kind of mm-hmm. go if they're in the in the local area I know obviously at the moment we're not in the situation where we're able to do that yet but at some mm-hmm. point in the future hopefully mm-hmm. um, that it was they, they run these courses that it was it was pretty good you could um I think you could borrow a camera if you hadn't got one and they gave you a, a black and white film and the first evening it was all on a, every Monday evening um and the first evening they we went down by the canal and took the photographs and then the second week we would develop them yeah then after that we could we could do some printing and I, I did a contact sheet and um I ended up actually I, I got um I got more excited by actual photograms because yeah. they, somebody in the dark room had been doing um a, I think they got a bunch of flowers and they'd and a photogram and the, the the guy Johnny was running the course said well if you want bring some flowers next week and we'll do one so um I bought some I took some flowers and also uh, an old baby doll dress that was lace and it was quite it was very old and it was it was very patchy and torn in places so I, I put the dress on and he, he, he gave me this huge piece of, of Ilford paper I don't know the size of it <laughs> um, but you slice it off a huge roll and you were like hey, no, no it came in it came in a mega box it was, wow. it was amazing <laughs> i think i've still got the box somewhere actually um, um, but i ended up with this um two photograms which i just loved it was the um the baby's breath flowers and the and the baby dolls um yeah. uh, thing which i framed now and they're, they're waiting to be hung when i when i can find the hammer and nails to, to <laughs> yeah that's awesome. So you were doing photograms um, using traditional black and white Ilford paper um, because obviously you can do photograms with things like cyanotype as well, but yeah. um, they're classed as the same. It's the same term in that you're using an object on yeah. top of photosensitive chemistry in whatever way that is, isn't it? Yeah. So that's really cool because you can, even if you haven't got access to cyanotype chemicals, if you've got a piece, a sheet of paper, you can, you know, a photographic, yeah. sorry, a photographic paper you can make your photograms from that um and they absolutely beautiful have um with it being a lace dress obviously you did the black and white hillary have you also done the cyanotype version of that as well i wondered i haven't but it's it's on the list um (laughs) it's it's quite it's quite a sizable dress it's it's, um i I don't even know if it is a doll's dress it's probably a a baby dress Mm. um so i need i need a big enough piece of paper to to put the cyanotype on and then I'll have to wait for a sunny day because the UV lamp won't cover it all and I'm not sure where I can it'll have to be rinsed in the bath or the shower or something <laughs> yeah. like that. So it just needs a bit more planning but yes I'm, I'm definitely going the paddling to pool Hillary you know yes I don't have a paddling <laughs> pool <laughs> I have to go to my daughter's house to get the paddling pool yeah. Yeah. my friend just, just just hold it out in the thunderstorm maybe and get it well exactly um the i i'm really curious just to find out a little bit more about the um the the photodarium and the instant side of things and also i think because i'd like to lead into what you've been doing with your zine work as well hillary that'd be really nice to f- find out a bit more about that and i was just wondering you know what's it feel like when you get this amazing you know diary um you know come through all this calendar you know and see your work kind of on on a particular day it's great it's it's really good um i've had I've, I've, i think most years i've managed to submit five mm-hmm. but i think the maximum I've had chosen was three in a year. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I've, I've just done it on... over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, the one I was really pleased about was I got one um, accepted for June the twelfth this year, which was mm-hmm. my dad's birthday, mm-hmm. and that's that's when he would he would have been a hundred, um, yeah. and it, it was a photograph of um, it was taken on holiday last year when I was in Cornwall, and it was a um, a couple on the beach, um, and they just they just reminded me of my mum and dad somehow mm-hmm. because they were, they were just wandering around along the beach hand in hand and just stopping to talk about things and um yeah it was it was really nice so that's what got chosen and it, and it got picked and it was so that was really nice that's amazing and and ha- so obviously that one had quite a significant kind of meaning obviously mm-hmm. as the image and with you wanting it to be on that specific date is that how you have generally chosen your images how do you pick them <laughs> Well, for for the photo for the calendar, yes, I've yeah. tried to do something um, appropriate to that mm-hmm. to the, the day I've chosen, if I possibly can. So I had one. I took a photograph of my daughter's eye, um, and I printed that out that on the instant lab. Um, so that still counts as as Polaroids. Mm. So, it definitely uh, does. Absolutely, that, that got um, that got picked for her birthday. Oh, um, so that, that that was nice, but. You, Sometimes you don't you don't always manage to tie in the yeah. photograph with the day. It's just um, it's just quite a question of luck, really, that, that it gets picked. Yeah. And how, yeah. how about you, Claire? How, because obviously, it, it, it's lovely actually. Both of uh, the two women that I'm talking to today probably had their, their work in the same um, diary together, which is lovely. Um, how how do you choose what you're going to shoot or what you're going to submit and and also sort of like pairing it up with the dates Claire I just think it's yeah. interesting um I think for me I usually will have a have a feel about maybe what's gone in that got's gone in the calendars before and I tend to really submit my most recent work maybe or some work that is 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 what I consider my favorite work mm-hmm. and do it that way um but very similar to Hillary is that I th- we must all do it. You select the dates that are meaningful to, to you, like um, like birthdays or or your fam, someone in your family's birthday, um, and and I do it that way. But it is, um, I mean, it's a lovely feeling, isn't it, Hillary? Um, mm. When you're accepted and and you get that yeah. email and it says, um, you know, we're happy to tell you your work's been accepted. It, it it's it's um, well, it, it just feels lovely, doesn't it? And um, yeah. Yeah. And, I, and like I say, it's a lovely, it's a lovely artifact in itself. Mm. The calendar, and mm. I think um, it, it, it comes in in a lovely box. I mean, I, I keep all the boxes. Yeah, on the, ah, on the video. Oh, so yeah. obviously the perfect size to keep <laughs> keep Polaroids in. So I'll, I'll just pop it in the middle, Hillary, because yeah. you've got you've got a blurry background on, so we can't quite see it. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, perfect! Oh, yeah. yeah, the box the box has got like rainbow Polaroid rainbows yeah. all around it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even yeah, it's just it's just really handy <laughs> and it, it is it's a lovely I think it's it's a lovely artifact and I think um I think the challenge is sometimes trying it's a bit like I don't know if any of you um what you were like with advent calendars when you were little at Christmas I was terrible I was like I was one of those that would secretly open them up and pretend, <laughs> shut them all up and pretend that I hadn't looked and it feels a bit like that because I feel like I want to go through it all and, and say but it, it's nice um to have a surprise a day and then it always feels really lovely as well um 
if you peel a day off and then it's like oh it's Ina or oh it's yes. Hillary and it, it's that's nice as well, well. Um, yeah, because and, and you do get you do get a free copy of it yeah I think you pay for postage even yeah better. and you get a free copy yeah yeah Fantastic. so uh no it's 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 a lovely a lovely uh thing to be part of mm. so taking it from from the diary um in terms of other other avenues and places to put your work obviously claire you've done ex you do lots of exhibitions with your work um hillary have you have you ever put anything into exhibition or are you, have you gone down the zine route uh first i've, I've yeah. not i've never put anything in an exhibition now the, the only thing that was remotely connected to an exhibition was a friend of mine a couple of years ago she's a, a textile artist and mm -hmm. she made she made her own fabric and then um embroidered over it like felting and she made beautiful jackets and boleros and scarves and all sorts of things and she had exhibitions of her textile art mm -hmm. and I took some photographs of the art of the close-ups macros of the of the embroidery and then larger pictures of, of the, the jackets being modelled mm -hmm. and then those were blown up uh, they, they were on digital they weren't they weren't on film yeah. though they were digital and blown up to a, a quite a large size and then put alongside the actual piece of textile art in the exhibition so that was it was a compliment to her um that's, to that's her really work lovely it's kind of like mixed medium and, and almost in response to what she's created yeah. I think that's yeah. just that's really lovely that yeah. um is there anything that springs to mind for you Claire you know where you've you've made something in response to something else in response to something else what like a like a call or um I'm trying to think I just like that the way that Hillary, you've taken that kind of like inspiration from some from somebody's work and gone, I'm gonna make something that complements that. And mm -hmm. I just think that's lovely. It's not something I've I've explored myself uh, consciously. I know obviously I take inspiration from all over the place. Yeah, yeah. You know, um apart from trying to um well, apart from thinking about recreating um a virtual photo shoot, which is why I was asking you all those questions, Claire, about how on earth did oh, you do yes. this? Sorry, yeah. That's all yeah. right. You don't need to apologize. But yeah, obviously you were modeling in that one, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who was taking who was taking the images it was, it was Lillian um That's again cool. Lillian Wildebauer again she's part of the um, awesome female photographers group mm -hmm. um she's out in Belgium mm -hmm. and um again she does a lot of um collage um Polaroid collages and um she it was part of the um I think well when the lockdown first came into being mm -hmm. um it was the 1212 project group um, became an online twelve uh, twelve um, quarantine group, and um, so one of the themes was this shooting through Skype, which I've never ever done. So um, it, it was like, gosh, I, I couldn't get my head around it at first. Yeah. <laughs> it was going to be like a photo shoot via Skype. You know how how does that work? But actually, it worked. It, I was really surprised how well it worked. And so yeah, so I was the subject. Um, and if you can imagine, I had it. I had. I was using my phone, so mm -hmm. I had the the Skype on my on my mobile, um, and I had to sort of set it up. And um, I could hear Lillian, and she was kind of directing me. But at one point, I think I mentioned this on the show before. Um, she asked me to go outside of my lounge, so I had to leave my house, go round, and look at her through the through the window. And of course, I had my phone 
inside the house mm-hmm. um uh, so I had to sort of guess and and um <laughs> that was fun because sometimes I would think oh she got it and I'd run back in and she says oh I didn't get it I didn't get it you moved too quick <laughs> um but you know I, I was I was really quite intrigued and um and we, we spoke about not when you when you're shooting film or polaroid not getting the lines on on the screen mm-hmm. um and um, I was asking Lillian and she ha- it was having the she definitely had the camera you know on a tripod and uh, but you know it's uh, and I've seen a lot of people would, would have been doing these um skypes via sh- uh, skypes shoots via skype yeah it's, um, it's not something I've I've managed to get to yet but it's it's lovely to kind of go oh well, there's another possibility and another tool in the toolbox isn't yeah, there yeah yeah to try um Hillary have you done much um directing of models and things and, and that kind of side of things because it's not something that I've really done much of um so I I bow to Claire's knowledge I, over, exactly. over no I've done I've done nothing like that at all no yeah, similar. Um, minor things that don't move, so still lifes and, and things like that. Is that the same for you, Hill? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I've always, I mean, you, you know what I always like about self-portraits? I've always not really been drawn to take, I know it's stupid, not not really been taken, drawn to taking pictures of, of, of people or street photography. Mm. I'd rather do inanimate things. You do some beautiful setups, though, and it, it's just fabulous how you've kind of, like, um, I've just seen what you've been doing, like growing, especially through lockdown, actually, and and um, and all of this stuff that you've started creating and, and what have you. Have you personally felt like the the situation with lockdown has changed your photographic and artistic practice, Hilary? I'm not. I, I don't. I think. I think yes. It probably has. I'm doing. I'm doing more than I was before because I've got more time. Um, mm-hmm. But it's. I think I work best when I'm communicating with somebody and, and I, I really love doing workshops and things. So the best thing for me is to talk to somebody about what I'm doing. Yeah. And because all the people have also got a bit more time, there's more <laughs> people doing things as well. So it, it, I'm sort of feeding off their energy a little bit, I think. So it's, it's inspiring to see everybody else do it. Um, That's a play. Is, is there anybody in particular who comes to mind that you've been, um, that you've been working with? Um, doing oh, that? I, Generally, uh, Meredith Wilson um, mm-hmm. and Ruth's story. They're my, oh, they're my yeah. two. I was lucky enough to have a like you at a workshop with me, wasn't I? <laughs> yes, yes, we did. It, it was, was great. It was wonderful. I had such a lovely time. It's been absolutely brilliant seeing seeing all of you kind of, as you say, Hilary, like feeding off each other and kind of coming to um, changing your practice. Actually, um, I uh, did have a question, which was from Graham. He, because he wanted to make sure that he uh, uh, he got a little question in there as well. And he said, one of the things that I really admire about Hillary um, and would like to hear more about is her interest in ongoing learning, mm-hmm. uh, because it's it's clear that this is something that that is important to you, I think. And, and mm-hmm. he was wondering what, what kicked it off and what you've enjoyed m- like most about that so far, do you think? Yes, I, I do have a bit of a thing about... Um, constantly learning things I think <laughs> yeah I, I, I remember as a, even as a kid I, I used to say to my mum I want to do something different today can you show can I, I'm fed up with everything I've got I want something different oh, like I drive her insane because <laughs> oh, what next what next what next um I started um I think what started off the online learning and the and the constant learning 
really was I did a degree with the Open University. Mm. Um, and now, when I left school, I didn't go to university. I went straight into college and then and then left that as well and then ended up working um, in an insurance company and then qualified to be an actuary. So I did a lot of learning at that point. Um, and then towards the end of that career, there, was, there were a lot of redundancies and I could see that was probably on the horizon. Um, so I did a degree with the Open University um, and I started off learning German. Um, okay. And then I basically just chose things I liked doing. Um, and one of the courses was, um, they was, they'd started doing it, what they called an introduction to digital photography, mm. creating and sharing. And this was the first time they'd run it. It was a short course and it was only 10 weeks. And um, they gave you a copy of Photoshop elements and they taught you the basics and they they taught you the basics of photography with a digital camera as well. Um, and it wasn't really very tutor heavy. They put you in little groups and you shared your work on the Open University site and then eventually on Flickr. And it was your peers in your group who would comment on your photographs. And that's where I met Meredith. Yeah. Ah, okay. So it was, it was much more sort of like in-group and peer review yeah. um, feedback led rather than um, being sort of like top down kind of thing mm. it was it was you yeah. guys yeah. um i think there's there's definitely there's definitely power in that isn't there there's like it mm-hmm. it, it creates a very different experience of learning um yeah. and it, by having that independence uh, did you enjoy having that kind of like independence from it being taught by a tutor or or I was think, it i think at first we were a bit wary and so we'd like some proper feedback you know yeah. you know like, yeah. you know, random strangers commenting on my stuff um, <laughs> <laughs> but the for, for every week in the 10-week course it changed around our groups so Meredith was my first week mm-hmm. uh, and a few other people that I kept in touch with but when we went to the second week it felt like I was learning a relationship all over again so mm-hmm. Meredith and I kept in touch and we still commented on, even though we weren't <laughs> it wasn't part of the course we, we just kept going all the way through <laughs> it um, a sne- sneaky you know kind yes, of like yeah, extra yeah. market feedback <laughs> bizarrely it was the course on digital photography that introduced me to film because okay. there was there were some people on the course who took polaroids oh. uh, there was there was one guy who was just a brilliant black and white photographer um and he really opened my eyes into as to what you could do the the reason i took the course was um we were, we were going to go on a, a family holiday and it was it was going to be a wife experience it was a, a week in South Africa on a trying to spot some some animals um so we went we, we just stayed in one one lodge it was the really cheapest possible way we could do it but I thought I'm never going to do this again I want to take some decent photographs I, I don't want blurry lions or <laughs> so that was why I took the course and I was still quite I, I, I didn't see photography as an art at that point okay. and one of the first things we had to do was um see letters in everyday objects and take photographs of the letters so you'd a gate might be an a shape or you know something like that oh, okay. the yeah. snake yeah. an s shape that kind of thing Look, looking for shapes of yeah, yeah. Shape I, I was i was doing very basic things and i uploaded mine and then i saw this this guy who'd done um he'd taken a photograph of a beautiful black and white photograph of some steps and the sun was shining on the steps and the shadow made the letter z on the steps 
and something in my brain went oh well that's <laughs> that's what you do that's how you do it that's that, so nice like yeah. that you you know that exact moment when you're yeah. like mm. yeah that that's what I want to be able to was it I want to be able to create that I want to be able yeah. to yeah, try I make. want to be able to see to look at something mm. and see that I, I don't want to see the steps I want yeah. to see the shadows you know was this was this the chap that you were talking about who was the black and white photographer yeah yeah, yeah. can you yeah. remember his name it, it, yeah it's... yeah Nick Nick Tonkin okay yeah he was um, I don't know if he takes photographs these days he's he's more into astronomy I think but um yeah. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's crossover a lot of crossover there isn't there you know with sam uh cornwell you know solar can sam mm. um and astronomy and a lot of people sort of uh are very interested in night photography as well it's not something i've done with with film but there are people who do that um mm. as in uh i'm talking about astrological astrological mm. yes Astro- Astro- yes is that right astronomical astronomy. 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 yes astronomical. sorry that was what i meant astronomical. not not the horoscope one the, the... <laughs> <laughs> no, the other. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, that that's so cool. And uh, I was wondering, do you do you have a photo of those steps, or is it just that you can still you can still see it in your no, mind? I can just still still see it. Mm. Can, yeah. No, the, the, the archive of that has gone now. It was it was quite a long time ago. Mm. Um, can, can I ask you a question, Hilary? Um, if if you were to rewind right back. Um, is your love of photography did it come from your father because I know on your on, on your website you have all those lovely pictures of your dad and um yes, yeah. pictures that and there's and I was looking at them and there's one on your site I think it's like the third one down and there's a car and I don't know where it is is it in India or somewhere he's he's I'll have to pull up the site and have a look picture and you say that you're and I mean just those photos of your I love I love photographs anyway because I think um old pictures it's almost like I don't know ghosts or something but and you've got such lovely ones of your dad um and you say that he was always with the camera so I just wondered if he was the kind of um he he was the seed if you like that's where your your love of it comes for or your curiosity for it or whatever you want to say yes yeah um, he, he certainly was. He, he always he was always with. He always had a camera, and I've I've inherited all his film cameras. He's, it's oh wow! The family joke that he never threw anything away ever. <laughs> um, so I have a house full of junk <laughs> or uh, oh, like and antiques or whatever. Um, but yeah, I've got I've got his cameras. There's um, a quarter plate field camera. Mm. Uh, that's a beautiful mahogany press thing, and in fact, I I got it. Um, I took it down to see Dave Shrimpton last year and yeah. he showed me how to put Instax in the back of it to get um, oh. to the, the, the easy way to do to do large format in it. It so. stopped off, didn't it, at John Whitmore's Dark Shed as well, Hilary, because I remember mm-hmm. yes, you did it, yes, you yes, it along there. So yeah. I got a chance to sort of like see it from afar and be Chuckle like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got that. I've got, he, he used to like Pentaxes. Sorry? You tend to shoot with it quite a lot, Hillary. They, no, um, no. The, that. Okay. no, I don't. It's, it's, it's just upstairs and on the inner cupboard at the moment. Um, you, why is that? Why is that? Is it just that it's is it chunky and too difficult to take out? And, um, and what it is. I'm, I'm, I've, I've I put new bellows on it because mm-hmm. the bellows had, um, had frayed away, so I put new red ones on. Um, Ooh, it's just yo oh, yes yes. It's <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I'd. 
I think I, I find it difficult to do something purely by myself. Mm. Um, it's much easier if I've got somebody to to carry something for me. I think if I'm juggling, I'm juggling large equipment that I don't know what I'm. Yeah. I'm not certain what I'm doing. And if I go somewhere and try and set it up on a tripod, and then I'm nervous about, I don't know what I'm taking. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. I'd, I'd much rather there was somebody else just to hold my hand for a little bit. You know? It's just having that extra guidance yeah. is something that you feel helps your yeah. helps your practice. To, it's yeah. to help you be a bit more feel more productive. Is that right? Is I think so. I, I, I think photography for me is is in a way quite a social sociable hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I can do it by myself, obviously, um, but um, I do like meeting. It's a good excuse to meet up with people, go for a photo walk, or um, take a workshop if I can manage it. Or, <laughs> I have that. That's another another. Oh, what about you? Um, was actually to ask you about photo walks because obviously, um, Hilary, you and I we first kind of met obviously via social media, and uh, I came across your lovely work, and and we talked about it on Sunday Sixteen, which obviously mm. you wrote that lovely letter in that I read out and cried all over. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, no. Please don't don't ever apologise because it, 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 it was really it was really emotional, and it was love. It was lovely to to know that that was what had what had helped you know kind of like these connections this is all about the human condition and and being and being kind of like connected people isn't it I think and and actually after that getting to go on a photo walk and kind of like meet you in person was just lovely because the the other side of it is well kind of my 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 little bullet point I wrote down was women in photo walks actually um and like that idea of um I'm I've always been and had always been so used to being literally the only woman on on the photo walk at that time now we're talking when I originally when I first came back to um analog and set up little vintage photography and things so around sort of like six-ish years ago now at this point Mm. um and there was just literally nobody going and doing photo walks and well there was nobody really shooting at that time with analog that I was able to find anywhere near me if you like Mm -hmm. um so when I eventually did end up going on photo walks and things it was like oh yeah okay I'm unsurprisingly the only woman was was obviously how I felt and it was fine it didn't bother me at all um but it was just so lovely when when you did then like come along to some of the walks and I was like there's another woman you know and it's just just nice to kind of like have I think there is something about that shared experience as well and I don't know how how you felt about that or how you found photo walks and things and things have changed as well just in that short period of time I think there's a much um a much better balance now still not you know the same it's not obviously anywhere near 50 50 but I definitely think it's changed what do you think I think I'd, I'd only been on a few photo walks before then, mainly around about Manchester. And I think, yeah, I think I was the, the only. No, well, no, there are there were a few others, but not and certainly not many women. Mm-hmm. I think if if I've been on Polaroid walks where there seem to be more women, ah, okay, um, maybe that's just because I know and I know more more yeah. women um, to take Polaroids, but that. Um, but yeah, this, it's certainly still in the minority. <laughs> it's an interesting. It's an interesting thought that though, isn't it? I wonder I wonder if oh ah, yeah, like is Polaroid and instant and and what have you more dominated by by women, if you like? Like do they tend to use it more as as their medium, do you think? What what do you think? Hmm. What do you think? I don't know. 
I think it, it does seem to be a little more even than mm. split between men and women in Polaroid. But I wonder why that is. It's right. just yeah, it's yeah. an interesting. I've never really considered it before, but yeah. Yeah, you just oh. got me thinking then. If, 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 if you know, in like shows and stuff, I would say mm. it's quite even. It's quite mm. even spread. It hasn't. It hasn't sort of ever occurred to me that it's compl- it's female dominated or, or male dominated. So it no, must be it does. Quite, it does quite seem balanced. quite balanced. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that is different, then, isn't it, from other formats of analog photography? From you know, um, more traditional thirty-five mil or medium format yeah. or large format. I think probably there's there's probably even a bigger yeah. gap, perhaps there. Um, you know, obviously, you know, a lot of this is just a general feeling. You know, it's not based on any numbers or figures or anything like that, but just from you know conversations I've had with people and and sort of generally seeing that on social media yeah that's interesting I'd never really thought about how perhaps Polaroid specifically seems to be that the one that is much more Mm. evenly balanced um Mm. I wonder if um um Andreas would uh have any insight into that um, yeah, uh, from the experimental yeah. side of things. Well, actually, I was just, as you were saying that, I was just thinking about um, the programme last year, mm-hmm. uh, or last year, this year for January's, and um, the, the workshops and the speakers. And again, I think it was um, very even, very balanced because mm-hmm. um, I went to the talks and the workshops, and I think it was, you know, it was it was even. And, I, and again um in the in the exhibitions and the events of the evening it was very very even so they they did a good uh, a good job of um the curation the selection uh, and stuff my personal experience I was just thinking I don't know if um Hilary you have this you you would agree from your workshop days your darkroom days and I don't know Rachel but mm-hmm. um I, I think when I was in the learning the darkroom I would definitely say um there was fewer girls mm-hmm. to, to men ratio. Um, and I know that, I'm mostly self-taught, but I know that in the early day, you know, I did a, um, I remember doing like a, a day workshop and that was digital and there was me and one more girl. And then it was, it was everyone was males and they all had as well the most top of the range expensive equipment. <laughs> <laughs> and uh did it make I, the best i didn't even own it i had to borrow someone's digital camera then that i didn't even I, in fact i had a little point and shoot but i borrowed a borrowed a um you know a digital slr but yeah so it's, it is it's it's interesting and and um mm. it's also uh, one thing i love about being in a dark room and um i don't know if, if this is the same for you whoever else is in there I'm always really intrigued what they're producing. You know, <laughs> if you're sharing the the trays, it, it, it's great to see the diversity of, of what people shoot mm. uh, and different people's approaches, isn't it, it, it within the within the setting. So when you were talking about the about the dark room and, and yeah. um, that experience, because, yeah, it, it's funny, um, Analog Wonderland, who obviously do Analog TV, um, yeah. had uh, Tina Rowe on last week, I think. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about her experience of the dark room. And then she and she was talking about um, and, and it was a but some things pretty pretty horrible um uh, experience uh and she was talking about them smoking pipes and there i was like yeah they did that in in mine as well <laughs> uh, and I was like, what is it about, about smoking pipes? Men? 
smoking pipes <laughs> in the bloody dark room for god's sake and, and it was and like the smell because you can't escape it you know yeah. there's, no, there's no escape um so yeah it was it was always that and uh so i did actually um i was um fortunate in that I did really enjoy the dark room because well yeah. I'm sure that Tina did would have done if she'd had the opportunity to do that but um I I was also the only the only woman the only girl you know uh, there but um the dark room at my college was small enough that you, you could only have one person in at a time mm-hmm. <laughs> um so it was kind of or it was very very tight squeeze you know if if there were two people so um quite often you'd be like I oh, I can book this out and I can just be in here on my own and I don't have to justify my work I don't have to talk to anybody I don't have to like um feel like I can't keep up or you know or those little sort of like no pressure yeah those little comments or 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 do you know how to you know and and just reeling off a shitload of sorry reeling off a load of like numbers and stuff that just you know it doesn't matter (laughs) to me I was like if it's a nice print if I'm happy with it then I don't really mind you know which lens I was using or what f-stop it was at or whatever if it works and I'm happy with it that's you know Mm. I think that's the point for me Um, whereas they definitely seem to be much more hung up on you know mm. that side of things and if you didn't know all of the, all of the answers to all of that it felt very like oh well you're just not good enough there's no point being here kind of thing yeah I, I think I've experienced some of that or, or, or I've internalized or I've taken it on yeah. board I don't know about you Hilary when I when I was you know over the years learning um and because I suppose I've taught myself a lot apart mm. from courses and because I'm dyslexic so I very much I learn by doing so Mm. for me I I need to do something and learn that it works or it doesn't or I make a mistake um but I think um all the thunder that was thunder thunder? oh wow sorry sorry um no so that was was very close you're okay I thought that was I thought that was somebody falling off the wall for a moment then it can sound very intimidating can't it I think sometimes all the technical language um you know especially if you're if you're beginning or even now you know you can you can get quite hung up on that but um I'm like you I I think it's about um well I actually don't think you should we should ever have to really there's one thing talking about your work but Mm. I don't know if everyone should have to justify their work because we're all so different and we've all got such different styles and like I've said before there's value in everybody's work you know you might not appreciate it and it's recognizing oh maybe I love that piece of work and I know I love it and maybe that one that doesn't do it for me but to someone else that you know it's going to be the opposite Mm -hmm. so everyone's work has value um I don't like denigrating other people's work I, I, I don't like it I think you can you don't know where someone is on their kind of um path of their journey and you can really if you're not careful you can undermine someone's belief in themselves or confidence and also that confidence so easily can't you like with one one comment that can stay with you for years decades like and prevent you from um creating work that you you know it's kind of like almost what could you have been or what could you have done without if you hadn't you know if that yeah. hadn't been said to you at the wrong moment or yeah. what have you that it ended up um and I think um I do think as I've got older um like it has it has changed I think it does change over time mm-hmm. um but 
but it still hurts a lot you know there's still oh, yeah, things definitely. that kind of like you hang on to and you're like god you know it's in 20 years just let it go but but there's a reason that it's ended up making you know an impact on you isn't mm-hmm. it and and I think once you sort of like start to really analyze it and like identify that you can kind of go oh oh that's where that came from and that's why I do yeah. this or I don't do that yeah. or I don't put my work out there or I don't enter a competition or what have you I, I don't know mm-hmm. um yeah it's uh it is interesting to see where these where these little kind of like <laughs> things come from these little voices or these you know things comments that could just be throw away you know from somebody else totally totally yeah totally um totally just just apologizing here it's all right oh it's absolutely pouring down you can probably hear the rain (laughs) and i've now got a very terrified and shaky dog he's sat under the under the desk of the computer Does he hide under the desk as well? Yeah. Um, Marcy yeah. doesn't yeah. realise that she's so big that she can't fit under. So, yeah, often she'll just get her head underneath the desk and that's about it. <laughs> Left oh. Do you need to go, Hillary? Or I think he's, he... he's all right. He's, right. he's here. I might just... Bless. <laughs> I can lean down and pat him every now and then. It'll be okay. Yeah, that's fine. Don't you worry. I just, I just it's... hope it's not too noisy. It's, it's, yeah. It's fine. I, I, I can't hear it really, so I think we're okay. Um yeah, don't worry. We can still hear you nice and clearly, Hilary. Um, in terms of uh, of your experience of of that, did you get a chance? Obviously, you talked about doing the Open University course, Hilary, and it was obviously digitally. It yeah, was a digital yeah, based course, digital. wasn't it? Um, did when did you kind of first get a chance to do any darkroom work? Was it during the course as well, or was that? No, afterwards? no it was. It's only recently I've been in the darkroom at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the first I think the first time I'd been in a dark room was at John Whitmore's dark shed that uh, when he had the open day um oh, last year. Well, it'll have been mine then because you were in the dark oh, room. That's before. true, yes, yes, yours, yes, yes, that's very yeah, cool. I think I, I think that, that was it was yours was the first one. And then I did this course at Air Street. Um and there were there were only two of us on that course anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was me and a, and a and a girl as well, so it was it was very female orientated. Um, but the guy, the guy running the course was was very very sweet, and he every time he put the lights out in the dark room, he said, "I'll I'll go out the room. I don't I don't you know I don't want to make you feel nervous. I'll go and stand outside." So I was in the pitch dark trying to load um, a film onto the spool in in the dark, and I just kept dropping it. I kept, oh, no. and it, I took so long, and he kept saying, "Are you are you okay?" <laughs> yes, yes, I'm fine. I'm just. Just all fingers and thumbs here so uh, yeah it was, it was so so that was almost a an overabundance of caution from from him yes, you know, yes, really like yes. oh I don't want you to feel you know like in a pressure situation or what have you so he's left you to it and you're like yeah, just left what, me to <laughs> what to do and I was I took far too long yeah <laughs> um well uh in- interesting I think it could fill it could fill a whole series of of episodes probably our experiences as women in the dark room <laughs> um uh things to think about for, for another episode I think um I just want to make sure that we get on to talking about your lovely zine as well Hilary because um obviously you mentioned of course the, your um instant work that you did that you submitted for your dad's birthday as you mentioned was it 12th of June would, yeah. would have been your dad's 100th birthday mm-hmm. um and obviously as Claire's talked about with you as well um it having been him having been such a prolific 
photographer you know all the way through growing up and Mm -hmm. and um I think the zine that you put together um if you can just tell us a little bit about that how you've how you've named it why you came to putting it together and I love the combination of using his images and you reimagining it you know yeah yeah I I wanted to to make I've got I called it ne- negative heritage yeah because it was I've inherited all these negatives basically um it, I think he was under again he was a, a huge influence on photography unfortunately I didn't pay enough attention um when he was doing his photography mm. um we lived we lived just north of Manchester um and in, in Rochdale and we don't. We didn't live near the town centre. It was about a mile out of the town centre. But bizarrely enough, there was a camera shop by, on the on the local in the local shops where there was a bakery, a sweet shop, a butcher's. There was a camera shop, and uh, of course that was Dad's favourite shop. He was the first name terms with the woman there who ran it. Then he was he was forever coming back with a new lens or a new camera. Um, you said it was a woman who ran it. Yes. Yeah. That's really was, cool. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting to yeah. to hear that. Um, I imagine that would have been quite unusual as well. I yes, don't know. Yes, it was, it was really. Yeah, this is not all. Yes. Yeah. Um, but he, he he had a dark room in in a small semi-detached. We had a, an attic, um, which you got to by climbing a loft ladder, and he'd he'd light proofed it by putting up a tent in the attic. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't just. Yeah, well, that was another reason loved yeah. camping. So this was an old family tent that we'd taken to France at one point. Um, and it was a proper old-fashioned family tent. It wasn't even a pub tent or anything like that. It was a big blue and orange thing. Um, and he'd got, a, he was a coal merchant by trade, and he'd taken some seats out of a lorry. And that's what he sat on. He sat on his lorry seats in the tent, in, in the attic. And I just thought it was the weirdest thing in the world. <laughs> He used to say, do you want to come and watch? And I'm like, well, no, why would I, why would I do that? Um, and now I, I just so wish I had. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Was he documenting, um, were you aware when you were, did you just take it for granted when you were younger, Hilary, that your dad was documenting everything yeah. around him? Yeah, he, he was very interested. I mean, a bit like me, he was interested in the processes. Um, yeah. So he did a lot of test shots and wrote down all the yeah. f-stops and the shutter speeds oh, and everything. Um, so I've still got all these notes on things. Um, it, it, it was mainly family holidays and um, he was a member of a, like a social club that did a lot of charity work. So it was a lot of that kind of work as well. Um, but he, he just printed and printed and printed lots. Of yeah. <laughs> and then he, he, he did move with the times. He, he got a digital camera and he got... Um, an Amiga computer before yeah. computers became popular so that he could make little movies and videos. So we've got my children's birthday parties are on video that he's done and stuff like that. Um, so, but yeah, I've got, I've got his negatives. I've got his prints and I've got slides and I, I haven't, I haven't dared look at all the slides because. Oh, I love the projector or anything. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Really I've, I've just, I've, I found, I've, I did find well. I found two in in his in his old attic when I cleared out the house, but they weren't really working. So I, I bought one online on eBay for about twenty quid, and that that needed fixing as well. So I've only just got that running. But you know the the cartridges that go in the the gnome cartridges. Mm. Yeah, okay. I must have over a hundred of those. Wow, 
So oh. I've kind of taken the odd one out and looked at them. I mean, I've got I've got odd ones just basically lying about all over the house. <laughs> but I haven't systematically gone through them. But I've, is, is I did, it because it's such a big job, or yeah. is it because it's emotional, or is it you know? No, no, it's such a big job. It's just yeah. <laughs> hundreds of them. Gosh. Yeah, so so many. Um, that sounds like a, a nice thing to do, though, especially in this lockdown, to have a day just viewing or, you know, half day, half a day at a time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sounds lovely. I love slides. Yeah. I, I, I keep thinking when the, when the nights get a bit darker, I'll, I'll do some yeah. slideshows and that'll yeah. be the easy way to, to put them through. I'll subject the family to uh, evenings of, of slideshow. Yeah. But the, it's, it's negatives. There were there were a lot less of them. Okay. And they he seemed to take negatives from when he was um, about 17 or 18 to about yeah. 1940s. So they're, they're quite a compact time period mm. and quite a compact actual physical collection mm -hmm. as well. So I, I could go through them and, and find them all. Um, I mean, he, he did want to be a photographer when he left school. Um, and he got he took his portfolio to two studios in Manchester and he got offered two jobs. Wow. Um, but the family told him there was no future in it and uh -huh. he had to go to work in a bank yeah. so he did I mean there's one the picture in the the zine of him working in the bank um, but then it was 1938 he joined the territorial army and then 1939 he was mobilized and and, and went off to, to war so he did take some more photos as well in fact so at one point I think he said to me he was an official photographer and he just took photographs and then sent them off somewhere but yeah, he never wow. got them he never got them back. So, so he, he was photographed. He was actually actively taking photographs during yeah. the war as well. God. Yeah, it, it, the ones I've got are mainly of, of his um, downtime, just mm. sitting in the tents and talking to some of his friends and, and things like that. They're, they're fascinating. Well, absolutely. Out. I mean, there's something because they're not really the images you see, are they? You you don't really see those those ones you, you see the, the ones actually within fighting and and you know the dramatic scene I suppose yeah. for want of a better word but actually that sort of slice of real life it being mm -hmm. him sitting near the tents with his with his friends you know having a chat and and making a cup of tea on the stove or whatever I don't know exactly yeah. but yeah, yeah I think that would be really fascinating to see those so um so I guess he could have quite a lot of his work out there but you just weren't aware of where it would go because he wasn't aware of where it had gone off no. to yeah okay. no, I mean he was only young he was only what 19 when uh, when he went to war um but yeah it's, so I, I started off it was for Polaroid week actually that I did but I didn't intend on doing a zine um, okay. it, it came up to Polaroid Week autumn in last year, mm -hmm. and as usual, I've got I've got nothing ready. <laughs> um, <laughs> anything at all? Is that the deadline? So, is it usually autumn? Is it? It's it's there's two. There's one in autumn and, and one in spring. Right. Um, okay. And you submit two a day to the Flickr site, mm -hmm. um, and they they can be any. You can have taken them at any time, but they're supposed to be not published anywhere else. Um, and you can you can take Instax. It's on any instant film really now. Um, so I thought it might be nice to put some of these negatives onto Polaroid film using the instant lab that, I, that I'd got. Um, it's the Impossible Instant Lab, not not the new Polaroid one. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was I was I was pleased that I did two and thought yeah I'll I'll submit those and then 
so I thought I carried on a little bit. So I was literally doing it the, the, the day I was submitting it. I was doing two every day <laughs> and keep up with it. Um, and yeah, I, I, I scanned the film from my, I put the negatives on a light box and scanned them with the film lab app. Mm-hmm. And then just tweaked it slightly in Snapseed to increase the contrast because the, if you use the instant lab, it's got to be quite contrasty. Yeah, the, the, there is a balance with that, isn't there? Because yeah. you can lo- totally lose all the detail if you go just that tiny bit too far, I've found. Um, yeah. But otherwise, it's just very, very bleached out and you don't really get anything. Yeah. yeah, and if you go a bit too far, then it looks a bit HDR and looks a bit yes. weird. Yeah, yeah. It, weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So quite so I, I, Yeah. So I, I chose deliberately chose photographs that I thought would I could crop to a square format as well because otherwise they wouldn't fit on the mm. uh, fit, fit on the Polaroid. So I did twelve and submitted two every day, and, and they seemed to get they got a good reception. People mm. were saying, "Oh, I like these; it's great." Um, oh, you should do a zine. So I thought, right, okay, I will. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so then the process got even more complicated in that I had to risk a risk scanned well to, when it was polaroid week i scanned the actual polaroids and then submitted those again yeah. but i saw that the, the the white borders because they were scanned on different days and etc there were various shades of mucky gray and off-white <laughs> and so I, this time i did it um i just looked at the image i actually cropped the image out of its frame and then in photoshop i set up a, a, t- a working template um and just put a course a, a perfect frame at the back of it and use that one mm. uh, ah well that makes sense you know like to yeah. take yeah. A, almost a composite you, you've yeah, gone so yeah. far into it like it, it, into experimental in a way haven't you Hilary because yeah. you've gone from was it slide or was it negative the original yeah, image negative. The, the so real... you've gone from negative to yeah. to going through your phone or something digital in through a instant lab onto polaroid and then that's been scanned and you've done it as a separate composite blimey once once i got it all worked out it was fine but it was a bit tricky to get there um there was um a sunny 16 episode where you interviewed anal mystery about how he makes zines so i I went back and re-listened to that and he said um look at some if you want to make a zine just look at some ones that are out there Mm -hmm. and basically steal bits that you that you like um, it's inspiration isn't it it's that's, kind of that's it inspiration figuring out you know does this style speak to me or actually maybe that's not for me so okay so you, so that's so what you I, did I you went and stole some ideas no, I'm joking. Did, yeah, yeah I've, got, <laughs> um, I've got zines from neil piper and fraser mm-hmm. yule and barnaby nut um and i'd also got i know mysteries goodnight sweetheart yes. the the mattresses yeah, which I don't really know if you've like. seen that, Claire. Have you no, seen No, I haven't. I was just, it's got well, a great title, though. Good yeah. yeah, it was about men's mental health, I think. And, oh, okay. Um, is that right, Hilary? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um, he, he took photographs of abandoned mattresses outside people's houses, you know, and they kind of wait for the refuse collectors. And yeah. So I asked some of his friends to write poems about how they felt about being a middle-aged man and did they feel a bit abandoned and did they feel a bit depressed and were they mm-hmm. saggy, you know, like the mattresses kind of thing. <laughs> um, mentally saggy. Um, but the, the way he laid it out, I really, really liked it because I wanted to keep the concept of it being a Polaroid yes. because I wanted to put my stamp on it somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
So I um, he'd used quite a pastel background for his his writing. Although I decided not to put any any writing in at all. I thought I'll just put photographs in. Um, I just did an introduction and a, an acknowledgement. But this past I like the pastel background. So there was I found a website that's called well it, it's probably called colors.co but it's spelt c double o l o r s so it's cool oh. cool ores cool ores cool <laughs> you can you can choose a palette and it, it works like um like the like a fruit machine the way they the, the things go <laughs> around you, you 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 choose one and you can lock lock into the, the ones you like and then change the last ones sort of thing to to oh, make it make a palette Oh, like this sounds like a great fun game. You it, lose it was. It was hours. I lose hours. Good, yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine I did. But it, it then tells you all the um, what is it the, the hexadecimal code that goes with that particular color, and then you can type that into Photoshop and you can reproduce the precise color. So I set up this working page in Photoshop that had every single color on it and all the frames, um, and then just selected the color I wanted and slotted the the photo in and then save that as a page okay. and save that as a pdf and then uploaded it to mixam who seemed to be um everybody was recommending it so mm. it was it was cheap and, and easy and so i got 50 copies made and it okay. cost me 54 pounds so you first run of 50 copies amazing mm. and and you know that feels like a decent amount to be able to kind of have a, a proper batch mm. of, of mm. zines yeah. to arrive. Um, yeah. What was that like? You waiting for the door, waiting for the post? Oh, it's terrifying. So I was, yeah. I was so nervous that I spelled something wrong in it. <laughs> oh god! Yeah, yeah. I have I have found out actually today that there is there is actually a, an error on it, deliberate mistake. Well, not so deliberate. It, yeah. the, it will, the we'll say that again. Sorry, Hillary. I've got I've got the film. I'm showed the picture oh. of the film and then a picture of the Polaroid. Oh, yeah. You just have to take it back a little bit. Yeah, if you just... take it away a little, uh, it just a bit over to your face. Up. It's because you've got the, the uh, blur. <laughs> there we go. Oh, oh, there we go. It's like, it's like a um, fire. That game? Play your cards right. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> I've, got, I've got the sprocket holes oh, to yeah. make so that people recognise it's a film. Yeah. Um, and then the Polaroid shape. And then I, I reversed it on the back and just put yeah. the letters are reversed, etc. But... I realised today because I got, I found the camera that I think Dad took the photos oh. with. Oh, cool! Yeah, um, of a lender. It, it isn't working. The, the bellows are gone. But I opened it up, <laughs> and of course, it takes one two seven film, and there's no there's no sprockets on on one two seven film. <laughs> <laughs> so that's. It's not. It's not. It's not true. There are no sprockets there. But, <laughs> <never> <laughs> Hillary, how long? How long did it take you then to, to produce it from production to concept production? No concept. Yeah, producing it and then getting it uh, printed it, and through your door. How it, long was it? Well, it was. It was October. Polaroid Week was October, I think, wasn't it? And there yeah. were. <sighs> Once I'd got all the photographs and once I'd worked out what to do, it didn't take longer. So I just did it all day for, for about a week. So it was probably only about a week of actual work. Yeah. Full time, full time work. Yeah. And then I just, they were very quick as well about sending it back. So it, it didn't take long. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. And that, I, I, I did it on recycled paper, which seems quite, it seems very, very sturdy. Um, mm. 
Sorry, Hillary. Uh, sorry, I, uh, there was a bit of a delay there. I apologise. I think I was talking over you. What, what did you say about the paper? It's recycled, recycled paper. Um, and what else was I going to say? I can't remember. You're pleased with the, um, yeah. the kind of like physical feel of it? Then? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Because yeah. that's part of it, isn't it? You know, when it's when it's analog photography, it is also about the physical final product. Mm. Like we were talking about that artifact of yeah. the diary like Definitely. what is a zine like to hold in your hands and, and flick through rather than just scroll past on Instagram you know it's a very different experience isn't it yeah well you can you can kind of keep it out and keep looking at it and it's it's there for yeah know, so if you need it and, and the place that created that produced the the zine for you do you get a choice because I don't know anything about zines do you get a choice of um paper and all that and yes yeah yeah, um, the oh gosh, this is. I know, whole other world. Yeah, yeah. They, they do templates, I think, um, that you can just, if you just want a photo book, you can yeah. just download a template and use that. They, they, I downloaded a PDF guide, so it just gave you like bleed edges. Don't don't go beyond this point. Yeah. Or just yeah. put your main things here, because um, I thought I could probably do it in Photoshop rather than mm. do, do a template. But there's a choice of. Um, weights and finishes matte or gloss and you can have a you can have hardbacks and and yeah soft in the, you know paperbacks and whatever so that's like a clear clear idea <laughs> you wanted or did you find oh i don't know do i want gloss do i want uh, no, i think i think i was quite i think once i made my mind to do it i was quite um quite got a narrow focus i think i i, I knew i wanted it on recycled paper i, I knew yeah. i wanted a matte finish yeah um, I didn't want a huge grade. Um, and, and I know there are only about 18 pages in the whole thing. So yeah. um, it was probably the cheapest way I could have done it. <laughs> it's, yeah, I'm pleased. I was pleased with it, really pleased. Yeah. Do you, um, like you said, actually, I thought that was interesting where you were saying, oh, you can just have it out and keep looking at it and going back to it. And then you kind of forget about it for a bit. Um, now, yeah you've had it for a little while when when did you actually get it done Hillary was it about end of last year about yeah. last year okay so it's been a few months that it's sort of been there um do you get the sense that you're like oh I want to add to it or you want to start a new project or you know what what's kind of next for for Hillary with what you're creating I don't yeah it would be nice to do something else with with some of dad's photos but I think to put them on Polaroid and then go through the whole process again might be a bit too involved. Um, okay, but I feel I like, like somehow something else now. Is yeah, I'd right? like to do. I'd like to somehow make it into a collaboration. I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't want to just. Although his photographs are great, um, okay. I don't want to just put them up there. I'd like to somehow yeah. put the, the me on it. So I don't know. I'm. I'm sure there's plenty in his slides once I get looking at that. Yeah. I was just thinking, it sounds like you're going to have quite a role of of, of curating your father's work. And it sounds like he's left such a priceless collection because I know the work I do is not documentation, but I, I, I love seeing um, photos of different time periods. Um, I was just thinking, um, I saw a Diane Arbus, uh, Arbus um, exhibition not long ago in London and um that was great because it was just 1950s in New York mm. and all the styles and everything. And you just think, oh, I'm so, it's great when people do that. And, and they're, they're so, 
I don't know, it, it, you just get a real feel of the time. So I'm imagining yeah. there'll be some real gems in your in, in your father's work. And, and I imagine it might be quite emotional looking back and because you don't mm. know who's going to be on those slides and you might see yeah. yourself as a child or yeah. different yeah. things. And it's interesting what that will trigger it in you and, 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 and what emotions going sort of back in time um but you know what a great thing to to be in charge of if you like Hillary mm, yeah it's, it's quite surprising that. The things that, that do turn up um there's I mean there's some slides I, I used to hate having my photograph taken so there's very few of me uh, once I've got beyond about 10 or 11 I, I scarf it every time you've got a camera out um but there's there's one of me playing in in the back garden that I, mm. I really love, um, yeah, and there's one of me playing with somebody else. And I'm being I have no recollection of it. I've been tipped out of a wheelbarrow. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's another weird one. But yeah, there, there's some there's some good some great ones in there. I I love what you were saying about I'd like it to be a collaboration. It's like mm. how lovely is that? Like to have a collaboration with your dad. Yeah, at this period yeah. of time now. Like looking back at um, I think. Claire you were just sort of saying you know you never know what's what's sort of in there and they're so of their time and things mm -hmm. like the images of the um uh, the swimming you know club or what have you where they're all sitting by the by the shoreline is yeah. that right? or the baths I'm not sure Hillary um but they've all got the swimming caps on and yeah. they're kind of like <laughs> just brilliant mm -hmm. and um I'm not saying necessarily. There's lots of beach photographs where they're, yes. they're all they're all in three-piece suits so. yes those it's brilliant fantastic Fantastic. Yeah. And, and I was just wondering, you know, what does this collaboration look like to you, Hilary? Do you think, I mean, I'm not saying you'd necessarily want to recreate that. We get everybody down on the beach in the three pieces. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I saw that you were doing a really cool project, uh, which was re uh, with looking at art artworks and kind of like doing a photographic interpretation of that. I think that was Jason. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering, what does this collaboration with your dad's work look like? Is it something like recreating some aspect of what he's done or is it kind of taking those as inspiration and creating your own or, yeah, do you have any no, idea? No, no, I've still got to work that one out, I think. Okay. There's, there's a lot of uh, possibilities. Mm. I did I did think ages ago, he, there's a picture of him with his with the old field camera and he's he's done a double exposure and he's he must only be about 17 or 18 yeah. um but he's done in picture of him taking himself ah. on, the, on the camera i don't know i don't know how he did it but i thought that would be fun okay. to, yeah. to try and do that somehow um, that sounds very cool so um is it in a mirror or something like that no it, it must be in the dark we must have taken two photographs and then manipulated him in, in the dark room. Oh, he's created a double exposure in the dark room. Yeah. Oh, I think so. That I, don't, very I don't know. Mm. Mm. That's you could you could try, couldn't you, with his negatives, doing merging a double of one of his and maybe one yeah. of yours. Yeah, I could do that. You could do, or, um, you, Claire, could you love your double exposures, don't you? you yeah, do. yeah, I love double exposures and um, if they're not in camera, you know, two net, you know, yeah, two, two transparencies. Yeah, and 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 having some yeah, sort of thinking about that, so it's almost like merging past and present mm. together, or photographing, yeah. or you could photograph like one of your dad's amazing uh, scenes of the beach with everyone in the beach house or whatever, whatever gems you've got there, couldn't you? Do mm. one shot and then do another double exposure, you know, photograph that close yeah. up and then do something. I don't know something else of yourself with it and 
so almost like, like yeah like a double exposure theme mm. yeah, that would be good yeah, I, should, I should make some notes here yeah hopefully it's recording and, and you'll be able to play it back to your heart's content <laughs> <laughs> I probably won't <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so funny is, is this also to do with like confidence again and that kind of self um sort of like doing the self-portrait and all of that because over time you know I I always still get the, the butterflies like before today before like we started recording I was like I'm feeling really nervous you know and, and what have you and and I know I'm just I'm just chatting to you two lovely ladies and that it's nothing to worry about but it is it is something that you know I don't I don't naturally just do you know yeah. so I don't know if that um, I know mean, Claire you obviously have characters that you fall into when you're creating your artwork and things and um, yeah like doing the self-portrait assignment was was a challenge wasn't it for both of us Hillary? I it think was, it was, yeah it was a good day it was a good day but so. it was it was lovely and and I, you'll be pleased to hear we've painted the stairs now I like the picture of you uh, on the stairs <laughs> they look like I like the stairs yeah it's really cool I was um which camera was that shot on actually Hillary I can't remember now which one did you shoot it on was no, it that was one of my dad's it was um was it was, was it, it a, a Rico oh maybe it's a Rico oh, okay he brought a lot of strange cameras that I'd never heard of before I started looking at them the Rico they've got two Ricos um I I I had this vague idea when I when I realized I got so many cameras that I'd put a film through every one but mm -hmm. I, I that's not going to work because I think what he did was he, he bought a camera, he used it until it broke, and then he put it in a box and then went down to Mrs. Nuttall and gave it to you. <laughs> yeah, I just left it in the loft. Um, Have you got Hillary? I'm just intrigued. <laughs> I did do a count at one point. I think there's about forty. Wow. Together, including mine and his. Um, yeah. And I, I, I did sadly he never invested in Leicas or Hasselblads <laughs> <laughs> the most expensive ones he got were, were Pentaxes and he, he did love his he did love the Pentax mm. um, have the you tried stuff. them have you tried have you had a go at using all of your dad's cameras or are there some that you haven't haven't used yet no I haven't there are some that I haven't even tried I've tried yeah. both the Pentaxes I've tried the Ricos because they yeah. they seem to work quite well um I think they were fairly modern if we could talk about modern um some of them i you just can't get filmed for i mean well this these this valendra is lovely but it, it is it is in really bad condition the bellows are awful mm. it's such a sweet little thing but um oh yeah isn't it beautiful yeah. it's, that it's i mean lovely. what a lovely and it, you know you just kind of feel like it's such a beautiful camera and it would be a lovely experience to use that camera mm -hmm. as well wouldn't it I think and um I'm sure you'd be able to get the bellows replaced and things it's just time I guess isn't it that's yeah. that's always the thing that I find but if like... you look if you open it up and look inside there's a little Kodak oh. label that's really sweet which is lovely and oh. Hillary you said is it was 127 like... right yeah yeah was it like a rocket on there Hillary the label it's a, it's a film it's a film in a, a canister in a, in a box can't see what the logo is it's so oh yeah 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 sorry. yeah <laughs> we're like peering at that <laughs> it does look a bit like a rocket yeah, it says it's very very chrome yeah very chrome, very chrome regular kodak Ooh. it's just little things like that isn't it that you just oh when you see the old adverts and things mm -hmm. uh, yeah like, 
Nice. Old boxes. I, I, I put a film. I put a film through his brownie camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's the. He bought me a Cresta, brownie Cresta, when I went on a school trip. Um, that, that's that. Find that in the attic. Um, so I put a film through that. Um, what else? There was there was a Polaroid that I remember him taking Polaroids, but it was a, a Polaroid swinger. I think it uses roll film. Yeah. Have you got one of those, Claire? I've never heard of that. I've, I, funny enough, I think I got one of um, those and I got an old brownie camera, but I've never used it. I don't know if it's if I can use it. And I got it. Um, I was in Ruthin in North Wales, which is really? further yeah. up the coast. Mm-hmm. And there was like a market hall. And I went in there and someone, people were like, I don't know what it was. Was it like a, what do you call them? Not like a jumble sale or whatever, or a, a fair. I don't know. Something mm-hmm. was on. And um, there was a man and he had a table and he, he had these cameras on. So I just thought there's some couple of um, oh. good looking cameras. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll have them. Um, yeah. yeah. But um, I'll, have to get, I'll have to get get them out now. <laughs> yeah. So that shoots with um, roll film then, does it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so, so thank you ladies so much for today i think we're oh gosh we're at like an hour and a half can you believe it it's, an an hour and half. Half. Wow. it's been great um it's been so lovely to chat with you both it really has and um i'd just like to have a, quickly before we finish off i know because i i gave hillary a little homework and said just have a think about maybe some inspirations and some people that you would also like to mention um people who have kind of um giving you that kind of oh yes I'm gonna I'm gonna try what they've done or I'm gonna have a um I like the way that they've shot those steps you know all of those <laughs> kinds of things uh, so if you've got a, have you got a little list there for us Hillary have you got have you got some people I have I've got some people I've mentioned some of them before and, and um they've also also been mentioned by Claire as well so I was I was mentioning Ruth's story because of her Polaroids um Mainly, but she takes gorgeous ones of her children and um, her favourite trees. Um, she did a zine of those as well, which was lovely. Um, my friend Meredith does beautiful still lifes, and she does a lot of large format as well. So she's, she's getting very clever with that. And I was I was going to mention Ina because she's an absolute wizard with the yeah, the instant lab um, and the collages. Um, and I think I've got a recommendation for your next interview. If okay. that's, that's all right. yeah. I would I would recommend um, Sherry Lee Laguerre. Um, yeah, I've come across by watching analog TV. Yeah. Don't worry, she's on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Great minds and all that. She's done some self-portraits and silhouettes oh. this week, which are yeah. just gorgeous. Yeah, really yeah. nice. Mm. Um, so that's 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 my recommendation. Pe- people, I've, I I like. I, I tried to think of people I've, I've used for insp- well, not used for inspiration, but I enjoy looking at their their work. Um, Sol Leiter is a Huge. Oh, I love his work. And Susan Bernstein. Yeah. You've seen her landscapes with her homemade cameras. Mm. They're great. And um, Shirley Baker, did you put those on analog on on your awesome Uh, awesome theme photographers? Yes. So, Salford, yeah, they're great. Yeah. Aren't they wonderful? They're really kind of. Uh, emotive I suppose mm. and it's an overused word but yeah you could just feel like you were there and yeah see, seeing seeing those those streets where the kids were playing and things yeah mm. really, mm. really lovely yeah yeah there's 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 one of um, a little girl pushing a pram 
but she's got her dad's shoes on while she's got these great <laughs> yeah. big clunky boots. They're huge like, boots, aren't they? They're so right. good. Fantastic. Um, thank you so much, Hilary. If um, have you got any handles for them? So for people, with, are they mainly on Instagram or, or Twitter or? Yes. Where do you? <laughs> where do you recommend? Um, or shall I just pop the links in? I, I can probably I'll, get I'll send you the links and you, yeah, yeah, you can put them in. That seems like a good, a good... I wouldn't like to get them wrong. Okay. No, that's 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 fine. We'll do that. And I'm sure Graham will hopefully put them in the uh, in the show notes for the audio version as well, which would be brilliant. Thank you, Graham. Um, sorry, say that again. Thank you, Graham. Just my yes, yeah, thanks, Graham. In the future, Graham, we'll see. Um, and you know also who to blame if it doesn't happen. <laughs> then um just before we finish up uh cheap shots challenge with it being a sunny 16 podcast show as well um i'd just like to mention that before we go um we're currently in the middle of this round of the cheap shots challenge which is the theme of groceries mm-hmm. um obviously claire you and myself uh, john and graham yeah. all did a one hour challenge um <laughs> Uh, which was interesting wow. around that theme, not really having much notice. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was a lot of, I knew it was a lot of fun for me. And I, I think what you you guys created was just beautiful work. Claire, that really was. shot that you did, yeah. Claire, it was amazing. Isn't it? Oh, Brilliant. Thanks, Hilary, because I, I, I felt like I... I had this thing in my head and I was like the dog with the bone and then I thought I'm wasting so much time but I'm glad that you appreciate that shot I got one shot <laughs> it's that one shot because, isn't it yeah, yeah it makes all the yeah. difference yeah brilliant and uh, yeah we, so we're going to be using that that theme yeah. uh, groceries for mm-hmm. the cheap shots challenge where you get, get a camera which is £20 or £30 or €30 or equivalent, something like around that cheap-ish camera. Because the idea, isn't it, that we just wanted to open it up and go, you don't need a flashy camera or the best gear or whatever to to be artistic and and to enjoy the process and to have a bit of fun, really. We just wanted to level the playing field a little. Um, So that's the idea. If you grab yourself a a cheap camera for it and a roller film and basically just use that camera through the subsequent um, themes as well. I don't know what they'll be. I'm not sure what else Graham's got up his sleeve, but um, but yeah. So that's what we're we're going to be doing. It's open till the end of June, and uh, Hillary, you've obviously already your star star pupil because you've already <laughs> sent yours in, um, Did which it. was lovely. Uh, we had the uh, had a look at the images on, and Graham and I talked about it on backing paper um, this week. So um, making this fantastic cyanotype of tea um and using a, a de- I love the way that you deconstructed the box and then created this piece of artwork and then reconstructed it and it, it feels like a proper like object that you could have in a museum or a gallery yes, yes. or something now which yes, is lovely it's in my, my personal gallery <laughs> yeah in your in your own private collection Hillary. um and uh, I particularly like to see that Rowdy was uh, your dog was having a little sniff at the end he's got his he's, nose in it yeah he's got his nose there as well um so so yeah so Hillary is way ahead of the game she's already submitted hers <laughs> and put in a little bit of audio for us telling telling us about it um so yeah we're really looking forward to seeing what everybody else creates so uh, make sure you send them in sunny16podcast at gmail.com and choose your two favourites um, Graham has asked that they're not huge files if you can keep them smallish <laughs> that would be good um, so we can see them and uh, it's open till the end of June Claire have you have you got some ideas for what you're going to be doing have you already 
done yours are you finished and no I haven't done them funny enough um just about two days ago I was thinking I know I'm going to use Holger so I know that I'm doing Holger 120 film and I was I was just starting to think oh I need to 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 get going with 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 my with my challenge um but I am actually really looking forward to getting my Holger out again because I do love I love Holgers um so that'll be good has it been in storage for a little while so It'll be. It has, yes, it has, it has. So uh, that'll that'll cut the come out. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Fantastic, uh, Hilary. Did you enjoy doing yours? And I'm I sure did. Yes, yes, I did. It was it was great fun. Yeah, I kind of yeah, I got carried away with the, the, the tea theme a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? You just can lose yourself in this. Like Claire, you were talking about, I wanted to get that fridge shot, and I was like a dog with a bone, and I just had, I could see it in my head, and I needed to make yeah. sure I got it. Um, and that, I think that's that's the thing, isn't it? Sometimes you you do get to that point, where you're like, this this has got to happen, otherwise I'm just going to be so upset. So absolutely, <laughs> just absolutely. Yeah. To, to get there. Um, that's that's brilliant um thank you so much ladies it's been such a pleasure (laughs) to chat with you today um and uh yeah uh thank you for sharing episode 207 underexposed with me and um i look forward to chatting with you guys again soon thank you very much thank you for organizing it thank you rachel thank you